Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, Halima. Hi, Yoni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Four Little Sick Girls, which is available now. I'm Halima, the community editor of Polyester Seed and the co-host of the Polyester Podcast. This is The Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate and review. It helps us so much. Ioni, do we have any reviews to read out this week? We do! We have love, love, love with a love heart, five stars. I feel like I'm sitting with my friends having an educated and fun natter. You two lovely ladies have such a beautiful dynamic that gets me excited every week when I see a new episode is released. I love how class, race, gender, privilege, sexuality is all touched upon in each episode, achieved in a delicate manner. I truly hope this podcast begins to get the recognition that it deserves. That is by Moldog in the UK. Thank you. That's so nice. So cute. Thank you. <laughs> Halima's got hiccups. That's great. Good timing. <laughs> it's because it's like eight, but it, it's not going to come back. Okay, okay, okay. So what are we talking about today, Halima? Today we're talking about the fact that 22 of Boris Johnson's government, like Tory MPs, <laughs> left Boris Johnson's <laughs> government and it's rocking the UK. We're actually not talking about that. But that's fucking crazy. Also, this morning, because I think I'm going to mention some podcasts, and this morning it was 18 and now it's 22. It's not fucking crazy. How many are there in total? Well, how many have left? Um, no, how many MPs are there? I don't know. Hundreds, right? Probably. Because you need to have... <sighs> So is that no, maybe there'll be another no confidence vote. Anyway, this is coming out a week later, so it's going to be out of date. Oh, so true, actually. But this is happening right now. It it's is wild. happening right now for us, but mm. we're in the future right now. Oh, it's like, yeah. Do you ever think of it like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it last week when you mentioned that the Zandia cover, you're like, this time it's going to be old news. I listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, it is old news. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So what are we actually talking about today, Halima? We're talking about sirens and like siren gaze and like what's the other thing that they call it dark femme energy i liked your title that you put on the research for this episode the the rise and pick me behavior (laughs) (laughs) because when i when you when you sent the the tweet i was thinking i don't get this and then i did what research i was like this just pick me behavior really isn't it okay 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 let's take it back please explain what siren dark feminine energy uh what all of this stuff is please it is the latest tiktok trend yeah so when i because when i did the research i kind of just based it on what i was seeing on social media then i was actually like wait hold on what does this where does the siren idea i come from and there's a website called women love power 
And it's this strange site where you can like pay a hundred pounds to learn to be a particular type of seductive woman. Mm-hmm. So you can be a, a sensualist seductive archetype. You can pay a hundred pounds to learn how to do that. You can be, <laughs> you can be the bohemian seductive archetype. You could be the, the, the sophisticated seduction archetype or the boss seductive archetype. And there's hundreds more of the type of woman you can be. And one of them is a siren. Mm-hmm. So when you're a siren, you're an unbridled, erotic being in the purest, most tantalizing form. You are a male fantasy come to life. The personification of the great goddess that men worshipped more than 25 million bajillion years ago. The particular archetype is the oldest and most intrinsic psychological archetype in a woman's psyche. It represents a woman's most primal urge to procreate. Right. And then how does that translate to TikTok? So a lot of some, so I'm not going to say a lot of, because I don't even know if it's a lot of girls, but from the tickles that we're seeing, some girls are teaching people how to, how to do a siren gaze to attract men. Okay, so, let's do the siren gaze. I know no one will be able to see it. But follow along wait. with me, audience at home. Halima is going to teach us how to okay, do the siren okay. gaze. How do you do siren gaze? You slightly rise your eyebrows and narrow your eyes. You open your mouth slightly, mimicking an expression of pleasure. This is the expression of a woman having a, the big O, so men can pick up on this subconsciously. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> And that's just directly from tic- like a that's TikTok. Directly from the TikTok that we that we saw. Because people on people on Twitter were like, "This is not. This is just not smizing." But I was like, "This smizing didn't involve you opening your mouth like an O, right?" Oh. <laughs> Nobody can see. <laughs> I know. So this is the thing, and there was lots of hashtags associated with. That oh video. my god! Yeah. Did you put them down? Yeah. Hashtag okay. dark femin feminine. Hashtag dark fem. Hashtag dark femme energy. Hashtag woman empowerment. And there's so much more. So the point of this is not just to attract men for men's sake. is also about empowerment. Uh-huh. Well, they say it is. Yeah. I'm not saying that's our opinion. Uh-huh. So you should master your siren gaze and you seduce a man's soul until it keeps moaning your name. The hypnotizing look inspires obsession. And I wrote a guide to teach all the girlies how to master your siren gaze. Did you ever hear somebody on Twitter was saying this? They were like, it's funny how like the girls on TikTok are talking about like this siren gaze, like 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 mermaid type of thing. When apparently like pirates made up mermaids. Like, you know, you heard that in it, that pirates made up like mermaids yeah. because they thought because they were like hallucinating and it was actually like seals oh my god i heard it was actually (laughs) i heard it was actually like indigenous people of the countries that were being like colonized or whatever and then people like mermaids no way yeah i think there's lots of different ones but that's that's the one i heard that they would mistake seals for mermaids and those the sounds that seals would make I think Emma Dabry actually said that to us on the when she was on the podcast so go back and listen i might be wrong but um I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy not to use crazy as a derogatory term. <laughs> I think it's interesting, like, because I guess it is all about... So the people that they, on the Women of Power, guys, if anybody wants to test that Women of Power and tell us if you've become a seductive archetype, please let us know. But on Women of Power, they gave examples of, like, siren women. So, like, 
um, Elizabeth Taylor is a siren woman, apparently. Kim Kardashian is a siren woman, even though I don't really think she is a siren woman. So Martha Jacobs, I don't think she is. But like the whole, like, I I don't know. I think she's definitely positioned as that. Like she's positioned as a male fantasy. For sure, for sure. And um, in the new season of the Kardashians, there's a couple of moments, like one, is when she's trying to put her wardrobe together, like post-Kanye, and she's saying she feels self- self-conscious, and then Scott Disick is like, even the most beautiful woman in the world gets self-conscious, and then there's like another moment when she does her Sports Illustrated cover, and they're like, she's a bot, she's a mom, she's sexy, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Fair enough. And Samantha Jones is apparently a siren woman, and, and like I'd say Alex Demi is a siren woman. Yeah, it's, very, it's so interesting, because obviously this like aesthetic of woman has been like becoming more and more popular and it's interesting that Kim and Alexa Demi are both in that category because they're both like Balenciaga girlies like they both have campaigns for Balenciaga Mm. yeah um which has been like kind of putting forward that like Kim and Alexa's look and Mm -hmm. like this new siren that's kind of like a post-internet siren or whatever I feel like they definitely encapsulate that but also it's so interesting to see this kind of rhetoric like um encased in feminist discourse like is it feminist to seduce a man or whatever or like you're taking your power it's giving me slumflower just pre the florence given drama like do you remember when chadira was being like you know don't pay for anything and like gave like all these tips about dating and like all of that kind of stuff because at the time where she was kind of saying, I don't want to misquote her or anything, but like about how feminist principles can't really be enacted in real life. Was that the time that she was saying that? No, I think it was maybe it overlapped. I'm not actually sure. But like, yeah, it was basically being like, oh, you need to like exploit a man to get your own power kind of thing. Mm. And I feel like that's very similar to what this siren gaze thing is. Yeah, because I guess the whole idea of the siren gaze is like, to give women an element of control when it comes to dating because I guess the, the the point of being able to like do the siren gaze is to make sure that you're hypnotizing a man you're you have like a hypnotizing look that can that makes any man want you so like the idea is that like you control it's very it's very much the Samantha Jones type thing like mm. you control um the way men like see you in a way and like the way that they're attracted to you but in actuality you're kind of just modeling yourself in a way that that makes you attractive to them like you think that you have the control situation but you actually don't yeah and there has been a backlash on twitter so this user which i don't know how to say their name so i'm just going to spell it out so i don't fuck it up at h-a-e-n-i-n-g-k-i said heterosexual women having to do something like this resorting to spells and obsession affirmations to convince themselves that they hold power in their relationship but don't want to have the conversation that them doing said things is to gain male attention. And they constantly look at themselves through the male gaze. Hence why they want to do this. And they think it's hashtag empowerment when really it's them feeling so insecure in themselves that again, they resort to obsessive things to keep a man, Mm -hmm. but whatever hashtag dark them. The other team makes me laugh so fucking much is the one Hobie Tay. Cause it's a, bts at name i know because he's being keep up twitter <laughs> and they go the tiktok girls need to stop with this dark femme siren energy bs you're not outsmarting the man you're obsessed with changing yourself to be more attractive for do you realize this my sisters <laughs> <laughs> and so true because that's literally what's happening like it, it just feels like this like regurgitation of like what we were saying with the trad wife episode like it just feels like we're like repackaging this the same strange space that we are in at the minute like where women's rights feel like women's rights and like 
people's rights and autonomy feels to be like rolling back. We seem to be in like such a more conservative mm-hmm. era where like people are normalizing this type of behavior when it's like just, I don't know, the same bullshit that we were trying to fight against a few years ago with Tumblr feminism. Yeah, it's really interesting um, in many ways. <laughs> in many ways, that's all I have to contribute. I think it's like depressing in uh-huh. one way and it's so oh, like tedious to be so concentrated on how you appear like sexually or in terms of desire, which is like something I explored a lot in the book about like what do you do when you are just naturally undesirable by the patriarchal gaze, like through illness or through disability. And then obviously that applies to a lot of other groups as well. And the like sad truth of the matter is that like desirability and sexual, like being sensual is one of the only powers that like women hold in society. So it makes kind of sense that while we're seeing like a strip back of our actual rights, that then we're trying to like turn this into some sort of like empowerment thing like yeah as some sort of like smokescreen that we do hold some power that we can like seduce men or trick them or whatever (sighs) but to what end I think it again you're right it makes sense especially when I feel like when women enter the dating sphere it's it feels really especially when in when it's in the heterosexual context Mm -hmm. like women do lack a lot of that power and they can fall into, I remember listening to this podcast, so it was like, is your like straight relationship feminist? And you start to realize that like, when you enter kind of like a heteronormative relationship, you can start falling into patterns that maybe you don't necessarily subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Because just because the way the patriarchy is, and you fall into, into a situation where you realize that you actually don't have that much control in your relationship. So it makes sense that like, these women or these people are trying to find just a, uh, the smallest sibilance of power that they can like muster to give them a sense of like, okay, no, I actually am in control and I am controlling the situation. Mm. Um, even though like in the reality is that, you, you know, you don't. Oh, I find it so infuriating as well that like, because I don't think that anyway, so for example, this dark femme energy thing and yeah, it has this like specific aesthetic alongside it, which is like just picture Alexa Demi and like uh-huh. the smoky eye and the sexy dress and the red lip, like everyone knows what a, siren is but it's so depressing that instead of like trying to divorce that from patriarchy we're just like embedding it in it more if that makes sense because like I'm obviously not femphobic like I run the most femme magazine in the world but it's like there's a way that you can subvert these codes or that you can find the power in them without being like I like them because they help me have sex with men do you know what I mean Mm -hmm, for sure and it links again to like um, Gina was mentioning Gina and Ida were both mentioning it like because I guess that one of the Twitter users mentioned this whole like using spells to attract men which we've seen throughout history within media so much like remember in Sabrina the Teenage Witch she'd always do little spells to make people yeah. love her or whatever and have you heard about uh, vagina perfume? No. <laughs> so it's called what is the word that they use? It's called vaping where right. you put a bit, bit of your vagina fluids, I don't know, yeah. on your body, and it's meant to attract a man or, you know, <laughs> a romantic partner. This, uh, what's her name? Like, intimacy expert. Her name is Sean Boudram. And Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Apparently she's been vaping for 15 years. Oh my. Um, but also, I, <laughs> this cycles from the cut. So when the cops like, does this actually work? And they're like, no, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Humans don't have this the that haven't like a useless particular organ that would usually allow them like, like animals have a, yeah exactly to process those type of pheromones. Humans ones don't really work. Mm-hmm. So like it's apparently it's a positive reaction to a smell is actually an evolutionary response. Whatever blah blah. It doesn't actually work for us scientifically, okay. but like people do it. Like people do those things again to act like they have an element of control within the dating sphere. Um, I don't want to seem like so downtrodden about this, but I don't like it. That's just my. You wouldn't vape. I would not vape. Oh, that's sad. It's not like we're saying vape. <laughs> I would vape every day. My vape but attracts you, men, but you wouldn't vape. I would not vape. That's surely the logical next step. Fanny, smelling vapes. Oh my god! <laughs> it also makes sense because, like, you know, all those. I'm not trying to slag off those like body candles, but it just like I find the the way that we like package like female sensuality like so weird. Like, it's just like a natural response to our like under development of feminism in the last mm. ten years. Like, I'm so sorry to say that, but I've been saying this and again explored in my book. Lol. How about like when the female gaze thing like came up and then it basically just meant that there was loads of female photographers getting loads of work that were just catering to the male gaze. Like we don't have like a new sexuality, like a new, you know, visual code for what sexy looks like or what empowerment looks like or what what anything looks like. It's just like marginalized people taking those images. Like there are some great photographers that really do like put forward a new visual language. But so much of what we're seeing just falls into these old tropes without interrogating their meaning or subverting their reputation and it just means that we like feel like we're off the hook and like we're girl powering but then shit like this falls in and really all we're trying to do is get shagged and like it's absolutely fine to just want to have a shag but it's not like ultimately feminist to do siren calls and like make your mouth into the shape of an orgasm all the time no it's not also like the conversation of control can't come from like they can't come from an aesthetic point of view like that doesn't do anything for anybody it doesn't like 
do you know what I mean? Because leaving all that power in, in the in the hands of like being desirable doesn't change the fact that like maybe you don't have control in the bedroom, maybe you don't have control like emotionally in this relationship. And I think those things are probably a little more important. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But this is, and then this is also what we like, it kind of links in with our confidence feminism episode from like a few weeks back or a month back or whatever, where it's like, yeah, you can present. I mean, what does like being a siren actually present to like your like sexual partner that you're trying to get? Like, is it that you are in control or like once then you've got past that like hurdle or whatever, what does it actually mean or signal? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, in 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 these women's eyes it's like being a siren and having that control also means they gain respect but again that that leans into the whole like pretty privilege and like the idea that people can only respect you if you look a certain type of way Mm -hmm. but that's like that's a whole other fucking kettle of fish to be honest yeah and it's just like a whole other thing i don't know I don't know. I just don't know. It's just depressing. (laughs) Like how I'm seeing those tweets that keep circling around being like the trad wife aesthetic coming back with the blah, blah aesthetic combined with the blah, 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 blah and the abortion ban. Like it's all linked. Pay attention. And the Catholic girl and whatever. Like obviously we've done episodes on trad wife and Catholic girl as well. And it's just like, duh. No, not duh. Like obviously people need to be reminded of these things, but like, it's like, I feel like people just, this maybe come, I don't know, we came, we've come through a period of like where people don't think aesthetics have meaning to then ascribing meaning to them in the most pointless of ways, like the female gaze thing I was describing or like for like a hazy aesthetic being feminist. And then now the like ultimate response to that is like this pigeonholing of a hundred million different aesthetics and ascribing them political importance for sure i also don't think like i feel like people have already people hate talking about these particular trends and i also think that sometimes especially when you see a trend like this that's talking about like like using your sexual energy to attract a man like those things are important to deconstruct because you don't want to fall into that do you remember that tumblr era where you know people were talking about like sexual liberation and it was really young girls thinking they had to have sex and have lots of sex mm-hmm. um to make sure that they were like sexually empowered and we don't want to fall into that same hurdle again or women are putting themselves in dangerous situations when they're far too young so i think it's important to like sometimes dissect these trends that like promote harmful behavior because again this is all about aesthetics it's all about the way you look and i think that is harmful and also just how quickly things can change so for example when like chadera the sunflower was peddling this point of view in 2019 she was met with like a huge backlash like i don't think you'd be like be able to find many people that agree with her but then it's kind of morphed into this thing like the the dark femme the siren blah 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 blah. and then it's kind of attached itself to another like big millennial gen z's trend which is like spiritualism Mm -hmm. and then suddenly like combined with yeah we're in a totally different not totally different but you know it's a different world landscape to what it was in 2019 and all of these things so suddenly it's being taken like quite seriously or people are at least um acting up towards it on socials as if they are taking it seriously oh so there must be some offense within that because some people like really do because especially since you mentioned the link to spiritualism like indigenous communities must find some offense with some of these girls who like link all their spiritualism to sex and desire and you know all of those things like those like that isn't right necessarily no it's not right at all like, I mean, I'm sure there are, I don't know, obviously I don't, like, know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not a practicing witch or practicing, like, I don't practice magic or spiritualism in any way. But 
yeah, I think it is like this sweet spot of like social media bait combinations of Mm -hmm. things. Spirituality, like lighting candles, um, manifestation, being sexy, being really hot, also having like material impact so like you can do your makeup in a certain way or you can do this in a certain way like it's all this toxic thing where it's like suddenly it's a big trend Mm -hmm. did you see that because this made made me think of this viral thing that i was seeing online and it links back to that um sexuality and like intimacy expert sean badrom because she had a viral podcast that like went viral last week where she had this person that she spoke to called jasmine brown and she was talking about how the biggest flex like her biggest flex is how she treats her man right where she's going on about how she anticipates every desire her man has she packs his bag she unpacks his bag she knows what what he's like in the morning in the evening in the afternoon she knows how to behave like she and then she was going uh, because yeah basically she was it was all about being a submissive woman and how women don't want to be submissive anymore and i've seen so much content about that online recently how lots of women don't, aren't getting married nowadays because they're not being submissive to their man. I've also seen people go to, and I want to say this quietly because I'm at home, <laughs> dick riding lessons. Oh my God. Have you seen that? Hello. Yeah, I've seen that. Isn't that wild? Who teaches these lessons? Experts. <laughs> Experts. <laughs> and Sean asked Jasmine, she was like, um, like, does, because she's like, I know my man so well. And she was like, does your man know you? that well and she goes i think i make it easy for my man because he doesn't have to do much what does it mean and i guess this is her idea of her having control in her relationship because she like she controls the household she controls his meal she controls this and she controls that but like he has the control of you babe yeah because if you don't do those things he'll leave you yeah yeah Yeah. wild like girlies we're not in control of the situation (laughs) I think we're just, all very unwell. We're all very, very unwell. Very sick. We need to be helped. We do. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to say. I feel like I I don't know if we've, if I've said anything useful in this conversation. I'm just utterly stunned. Oh, it's just so strange as well because like when I was researching the book, obviously I did like all this research into second wave because that's when basically stuff like this was brought into the feminist conversation in terms of like you know housework being a feminine issue like division of tasks childcare, like unpaid labor all of this stuff but also just how like women feel in their relationships how women are treated in their marriages blah 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 blah. and it's like we have come so far um but in like the most perverted way that we're just like yeah we understand we need to be empowered so we can be empowered in our submission yes but I feel like we'll always see like some strange backlash like that. Like it makes sense. I don't think it. I mean, pff, I was gonna say this. I don't think it necessarily means we're going backwards. Evidently, yeah. we. <laughs> but um, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I, just, I don't know. And I also think like I know I alluded to this at the beginning of the conversation, but I don't think this really sets a good. Like I know it's easy to pull it apart as just being ridiculous. And, like, just being, like, oh, my God, like, so stupid, like, whatever. But then it's, like, if you were on the internet when you were, like, 14 or whatever, and obviously we know TikTok's audience base is super young, and you're just about to, like, start your journey of sex, and you see all this shit, like, it makes you feel a certain way. But then also, what if you're a woman or a person of any age that just knows they can't do that? Like, what if you are disabled? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I haven't seen if this is really white-centric, but it sounds it. Or like, what if you're fat? What if you're this? What if you're that? Like, there's so many people that just can't be 
categorized within our current like model of desirability and I'm not saying like oh we should make the sirens more inclusive because that's like bullshit (laughs) but it's like why are we still like valuing a woman's worth on how successfully she can like seduce a man a man this is my thing as well this is why I always think like I was thinking this recently like I know everybody was so irritated by Tumblr feminism. I mean, we talk about it so much on the internet. But if I was a young person on the internet now, seeing all of this shit, my mind would be rotten, destroyed. (laughs) But I was brought up in the age of, like, Tumblr and Twitter feminism, and I didn't see shit like this when I was younger. So as much as, like, Tumblr feminism was rotten and, like, not great, like, I much prefer, like... There was just, there was something new and exciting about that time that even though there was lots of wrong, it still felt like there was a grounds for possibility where that I just don't, like, that's why I feel like in defense of Tumblr feminism, like, I just feel like there was good there. Like, there was, I don't know, there was good there. And I just think that we just need that back. I know. I agree. Slay. Yeah, it feels, what we're seeing now through, like, both politics and popular culture discourse, it feels limiting rather than expansive. And yeah, for sure. I can go, like, from anything, like, from us, like, how we have sex in our relationships to, like, working and obviously our bodily autonomy. And it just literally, like, goes through every single part of being a person. And it's because we, yeah, we are getting back to that limited thing because we're not centering, like, we're not working inclusively so for example the siren the conventionally attractive siren woman like maybe that is empowering for her okay whatever like I know there'll be TikTok comments saying you know like it's an individual's choice blah 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 blah. but feminism is not about what individually makes you feel good it's about like how you Uh together to overcome the oppression of marginalized people it's not like a mood (laughs) <laughs> feminism is not choice feminism let's just put it out there again because we're definitely gonna get que- like comments like that again for sure it's not a mood it's not a vibe <laughs> feminism also look, i mean i don't want to say feminism is not necessarily meant to be fun but it's not necessarily meant to be fun let me just say it feminism should be like fulfilling and fun through Thank a community you. rather than through individual choices and exactly. yeah also we didn't get into that too much but like this whole like siren shit is very much attached to like fat phobia i would yeah. just say yeah period. of course it like, is literally. Exactly. do you remember that thing with princess nokia from youngs ago i know oh this is going God, on and on say, i would love to i would love to <laughs> physically cringe again but she was like it was what was it please, it was when she was please, breaking please down say it in her voice my small breasts and little frame and my little girl voice excuse <laughs> I can't keep going on. Oh my god, I can't even. It's just so cringe. But she was literally just talking about her small body and her small voice and how, like, I swear to God, all your men fantasize about me and wonder what it's like to be with somebody as small as me. Like, it all links in a sick, twisted way. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't like it. Are you a self-confessed siren? Write to us. Tell us what you're (laughs) thinking. I would love to hear it. Yeah, and if you use woman love power, let us know. Tell us if we should pay £100 to learn how to be a siren. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. I'd love to do a case study. But anyway. Would you actually? No. <laughs> that is, like, my least interesting thing I could do with my time. Thank you, Luma. Thanks, Ioni. Thank you to all of you listeners. And thank you to Olivia for editing. Thank you to Gina and Gina, Eden and Charlotte, Izzy, Hattie and Grace. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 